My name is Tony Litt. I'm the MD of Sunrise Radio, and it's my immense pleasure to bring you the official Sunrise Radio podcast. We are the number one commercial Asian station in the United Kingdom, with many firsts to our name, and we continue to be the voice of British Asians who have given us their love and loyalty over 30 years. It's a legacy we cherish and a responsibility that we don't take lightly. Our aim has always been to entertain the listeners with the best of Bollywood and Bangra while also addressing their concerns. A real voice for the community, a vibrant community and a great nation. We are proud to be British and Asian. This podcast is a compilation of some of the things we do on the station with a stellar lineup of presenters who each have their own personality and style. It's entertaining, informative, engaging, and we hope you will enjoy it here as a podcast if you are unable to tune in to the radio. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your family and friends about this podcast and do leave us a comment on what you think. We'd love to hear from you. All the best always. Team Sunrise. My name is Shabnam Sahi. Welcome to the official Sunrise Radio podcast. I'm on your radio weekdays from 9am to 12 noon. If you've heard the show, you know what to expect from it. But here are some exciting, interesting Bollywood stories that you may have missed this time round, served up as part of our official Sunrise Radio podcast. Enjoy. I remember telling you last month, before Aryan Khan got bail, that actress Nayantara, she had to very sadly leave director Atli's film because Shah Rukh Khan's work schedule had completely collapsed following Aryan's arrest. And that was the story at the time. Ki sadly, with a heavy heart, because Nayantara had other commitments, because no one knew when Aryan Khan was getting out of jail, she had to leave the film. Now, we don't know whether this has taken a complete U-turn after Aryan's release or if no such thing happened in the first place. Lekin ab sunne mein aa raha hai ki Nayantara never quit Atli's film that she is very much in the film. Now she plays the cop who is investigating Shah Rukh Khan's character. Naturally that is the chemistry fans are waiting to see, right? Shah Rukh Khan plays a double role, father and son as he leads a group of wrongly accused female prisoners to redemption. How does he do it? By training them as vigilantes fighting the usual baddies in society. Yes, this is meant to be a desi money heist, but Will it be as gripping and addictive? Time will tell. Singer-actor Hardy Sandhu, whose latest track Bijli Bijli is proving to be absolutely electrifying. Well, he's looking forward to the release of 83, the film. You know why? Because Hardy Sandhu plays legendary cricketer Madan Lal in this film. Now, talking about the incredible experience and being on the same team as Ranveer Singh, who plays Kapil Dev, Hardy Sandhu in a recent interview said that working with Ranveer was absolutely amazing. I had so much fun learning from him, working with him. He's so hardworking, so dedicated. And his best thing is what is it? If you talk about his work or acting technique or even catering, if you ask them anything, they explain it with love. You know, he's such a fun person to work with. Then he says, I'm so glad the film is finally close to release. We've been waiting for so long. Two years have gone. I'm so excited. I had a word with Ranveer the other day and he tells me that he's seen the film and that it has really come out beautifully and it is, in his opinion, one of the best sports films till now. 
Now, commenting on his recent song, Bijli Bijli, Hardy is seen with TV star Shweta Tiwari's daughter, Palak Tiwari, in this, making her debut in a music video. This has been grandly shot in Russia. And he says, you know what? It was a great experience. That girl, she has a very bright future, huh? Because not only is she a stunner, boy, can she shake a leg. He's talking about Shweta Tiwari's daughter, Palak Tiwari. I believe mother and daughter were seen shaking a leg to this song as well, which has gone completely viral in India. Actor Harshwardhan Kapoor. Hai to Anil Kapoor ke bete aur Sonam Kapoor ke bhai. But he's clearly not cut from the same Bollywood cloth. In that he doesn't buy into the star system as much as his family members do. You know, Harshwardhan Kapoor has done only a handful of projects. And I remember chatting with him in a restaurant here in London when they were here for the premiere of his debut film Mirzia. And I remember that, I know they did it on a rather grand scale. You know, the main film was screened at um, um, the BFI in South Bank. But later on, they did a very intimate press conference in a restaurant. Yeah, so he was there. Rakesh Prakash Mehra was there. Sayyami Khem was there. And he seemed so calm, so chilled out. You know, almost not bothered about the box office outcome of that film. And he made it very clear that he wasn't in it for the money nor for the stardom. He said, see, paisa mere paas hai. Stardom mere family mein logon ne bahut dekha hai. He wanted to do films that he believed in. And if those films were not being made or not being offered to him, theek hai, yaar, mein kuch aur kar lunga. You know, that was the vibe. Since Mirzia, Hashwadhan has had a few roles here and there in AK vs. AK, in Ray, and a not-so-small role in Bhavesh Joshi Superhero, which sank like a torpedo when it came out. But Hashwadhan says that this film has become a cult film and if it gets released in OTT, I tell you, it's something else has happened. That's what he says. On a lighter note, talking about Harshwardhan Kapoor not being cut from the same cloth, I mean it literally as well. Did you guys see the Kapoors posting their Diwali photographs? Shania, Janvi, Kushi, Sonam, Arjun Kapoor, Anshula, all of them in their designer finery, looking like a billion bucks. And there was Harshwardhan Kapoor in his black trackies. The first thing you noticed in the photograph, the only one you wanted to hug in that photograph because he seemed so relatable. He must have thought, yaar, itne log jab pehen rahe designer kapde, mere ko koi notice karega kya? Chalo yaar, tracky mein hi chalte. Haan, gari to hai apna. Cat and Vic, the Kef and Kaushal wedding in Savai Mathopur this December. This is generating so many stories. Rumors suggest that Vicky Bhai Sahab wanted a shadi next May, you know, after finishing all his work commitments. Lekin Katrina Bhabi, she had her heart set on a regal outdoor Rajasthan wedding, which would have been impossible in summer, in May, right? Therefore, they settled on December. Expect a grand sweep of events befitting our Bollywood princess. Now there's another story on Rajkumar Rao planning to gift his lady love Patra Lekha something very special very old school on their wedding day did you read about this letters that's right love letters letters he wrote to her over the last few years when they were dating but not always together because let's face it he was forever on a shoot these undelivered letters will find the intended recipient very soon and i think it's very appropriate because her name happens to be patra lekha are aapko patra likha tha maine sachchi abhi dikhata her problem is that I hope he's planning to give her something other than just the love letters. Because if she is expecting a three-carat Zambian diamond ring on her wedding day and all she gets is a sack of letters, unread letters. Hmm.
कुछ सुना आपने सनी देओल बैक इन द बॉलीवुड गेम एंड यू नो व्हाट ही इंटेंड्स टू स्टे वाइल अनिल शर्मास गदर टू एंड अपने टू रिमेन टू ऑफ सनीज बिगेस्ट प्रोजेक्ट्स राइट नाउ बोथ कम विद ह्यूज एक्सपेक्टेशंस सनी देओल हैज आल्सो गॉन अहेड एंड साइंड अ फ्यू स्लाइटली ऑफ बीट फिल्म्स यू नो लाइक आर बालकीज साइकोलॉजिकल थ्रिलर चुप with dulkar salman shreya dhanvantri and pooja bhat he's also said yes to an emotional family drama with revathi and shruti hasan and here's the big one sunny deol headlining the remake of a 2018 malayalam drama and it was a thriller it was titled joseph no it's not about his technical dream coat get it joseph technical dream anyway so the story of four retired cops who find themselves in the thick of a mystery led by this man called Joseph and the investigation that follows unravels many secrets that no one saw coming and the music from the original malayalam film was also something that fans absolutely loved of course joseph may get another title in hindi lekin sunny paji kehte hain ki besides all the action the dishum dishum i plan to maintain the emotional graph of the character from the original story i don't intend to change it kyunki let's face it when you're making a remake in bollywood somebody is bound to come up to you and say sir i mean you know it is a cop thriller it is an investigation and all of that lekin sir ek item number to banta hai sir nora fatehi ji matlab pichle 4 ghante se free baithi hai she is not shot a single song and anything you put nora fatehi in a people are going to come and watch i mean come on here how does it make sense it is a psychological thriller there is a lot going on here no one has time for an item number are sir just put it like a james bond film you know in the opening sequence after all this is bollywood right yahan kuch bhi ho sakta hai Now to become a national heartthrob a bit of a sensation after just one film one amazing performance you know being the desi rapper MC Sher in Gully Boy who am i talking about Siddhant Chaturvedi he has already conquered a million hearts with his slightly random but always funny or witty poetry you know if you follow him on instagram you know what i'm talking about in fact his insta feed is like a bollywood film in itself lekin siddhant chaturvedi will now have the chance to wow us on the big screen one more time in banti aur babli 2 alongside sherwari rani and saif going back to his uni days you know going back to dreams come coming true and all of that in a recent interview siddhant chaturvedi said that i have a very long relationship with yashrat studios Bantiyar Babli by the way is being made by Yashrat right he says during my college days a lot of my friends used to come to the studio either for auditions or for internships i always accompanied them to the studio but i never went inside i always waited outside at a chai tapri and i just had tea no matter how much my friends insisted i never went in because i had this crazy dream to be invited inside by aditya chopra sir and even though it seemed like a far fetched dream at the time i had decided that this was the only way i was going to go to yashraj so when banti aur babli 2 happened it became one of my most special films because it was indeed my dream come true now besides banti aur babli 2 siddhant seems firmly entrenched in the chopra johar camp which is not something we should hold against him if he's making good films right shakun batra casts him in a film with deepika and ananya pandey he's doing another film with katrina and ishan khattar and he's doing yudhra opposite malvika mohanan this is the one i want to watch first you can catch shabnam sahi the ultimate storyteller weekdays 9 a.m. to 12 noon Anushka Arora as always lovely to have your company for the Sunrise Radio podcast and this week I have another special guest on the show. Hi Rani, welcome to Sunrise Radio. How are you? 
Very well. Thank you. Rani, before we speak about uh, Bunty or Bubbly 2, I think let's firstly speak about the fact that you'll be marking 25 years uh, in Hindi cinema. How are you feeling about that? I think I like to believe that um, this is just a new beginning for me. Mm-hmm. And I've got to like uh, move like ahead a lot. I have to do a lot in cinema. So I would just say that uh, my last 25 years has been very, very enriching and very wonderful with uh, the fact that I've learned so much from my co-actors, my uh, directors and people who I've worked with on set, like the technicians, everybody, because uh, uh, when you're working in a creative field, you can only keep bettering yourself if you keep learning. And that's what I've done for the past 25 years. And I uh, intend to do the same for the next 25 as well. Mm-hmm. And you're just as evergreen, as beautiful as ever, even today. Um, even when I saw the trailer uh, for Bunty or Bubbly 2, I was just like, you just look so good. And it's such a delight uh, to watch you. And just the fact that you're doing films and um, it's just so nice to have you back, uh, so to say. So, um, you know, thank you. Thank you for doing all the great movies, I think. now. Thank you so much, dear. Thank you so much for actually saying such wonderful things for me but uh, but as you know that today I'm a movie star only because of my fans mm-hmm. uh, the fact that they've stood by me through thick and thin especially uh, my fans today who have kept me relevant on, on social media in spite of me not being on social media yeah so uh, I would have to give the credit to them for uh, doing this for me for and sure. of course the fact that uh, they love me so much I I have no choice but to keep coming back and uh, doing my best no, absolutely. Even um, when I watch Hitchki, and I say this often on my radio show, that every, in fact, every time we speak about you, uh, any of your movies that have spanned over the last few years, I always just say that you are so amazing in your craft. Um, any any character that you play, any movie that you do, it's always just so good. I feel like. Um, there's nothing bad or nothing negative that anyone can say uh, about your work. I mean, it's it's amazing. Even, you know, uh, Hitchki was fabulous. It was so good. Uh, whether you're talking about a film like Black, whether you're talking about something like Jalte Jalte, um, you give such variations and, and we absolutely love that. So Thank you. Great. Thank you so much because uh, uh, this is the love for which I actually um, work so hard on each of my films. Because uh, that's that's the greed I have as an actor to yeah. to get the adulation from my fans, and without the adulation that my fans have for me, I don't think I I would be able to bring out the best in the films that I actually do. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much for um, in- encouraging me all the time uh, with my work because that's basically my magic portion that I have before I start each film, <laughs> and that's the love, you know. That's that's the magic portion. I need before I play any character of mine. Oh, that, that's amazing. Now, let's talk about, um, you know, Bunty or Bubbly 2. I mean, how would you say this is, I don't know, I want to ask you how it's different from the first one, but is it different? Um, of course it is. It, it is different because it's a new story. Yeah. But uh, but it's, it's also the same because uh, the original Bunty Bubbly, so Vimmi and Rakesh, yeah. uh, we are reprising the role of the first mm-hmm. Bunty or Bubbly. So if you remember... Uh, my uh, character at the end of the film 
is getting her son ready to go to school and she says ki thand nu maar goli zara fashion karna seekh yeah so basically yeah. she's like yeah uh, uh, with like hell with winter you better know how to do your fashion first yeah. so for her fashion always comes first and we've taken that through and through in bunty bubbly 2 where vimi mm-hmm. believes that she is the fashionista of fursat ganj yeah. and she believes that she rocks the fashion scene and what she wears she's very confident with that and i love that about her in this film and she's experimenting with looks and she's wearing the loudest colors in her lipsticks and she's having a blast and so so did i actually to be very honest because i don't get to wear these kind of colors and clothes in the films that i choose actually yeah. so vimmi really gives me the liberty to go completely mad with the clothes and with the makeup and hair and i and i also feel i mean you know rightly so like the the clothes are really loud you know the hair makeup everything the whole look uh, is yeah. quite in your face but i just feel like only yeah but, but uh, you should never tell vimmi that because vimmi actually <laughs> feels that she's like rocking the look <laughs> yeah but she is and this is what i'm saying only you can pull off something like this i feel like I, on anyone else i don't think i could imagine it and with such confidence uh, how yes. she does it it's brilliant it's absolutely brilliant i just love it um and and the trailer it just makes you smile it it makes you laugh you know and i think yeah. for a, a movie like this you haven't had something like this for a long time especially given the pandemic um so it's absolutely i think after the pandemic i think people are waiting to see an out and out entertainer and yes. especially a clean family entertainer which bunty bubbly 2 is yeah. where you can actually without any a uh, kind of um, hesitation take your entire family and watch the film with your children with your family with your friends with your elders and and it's a film that all ages will enjoy because it has something for every age group yeah and you know you rarely come across a film like that which is entertaining all all age groups you know yeah. like one film and bunty bubbly's such film and especially uh, the kind of film that um, like my husband has actually I uh, waited and pulled back and did not give the film on OTT for the last 2 years yeah, when yeah. things were looking all completely uh, confusing with the, what's going to happen next yeah. and especially for a country like India which is a movie loving country yeah. uh, where you tell people that you can't go to see the films on the cinema halls it was quite a downer of course but the fact that cinema halls have opened and people are ready to go back to the theaters here i think that is a celebration in itself Absolutely. So it is a way that we're celebrating the coming back into cinemas, and also a film like Bunty Bubbly Two, which is actually for the entire uh, family. Hmm. So I think there couldn't have been a more apt film than Bunty Bubbly Two to come out at this time. Absolutely, no, definitely agree with that. And and let's talk about your reunion with Saif. I mean, again, that's so nice to see that. Even when it was initially announced that both of you would be would be in the film, it was like I, I don't know. Is it how many years are you guys coming back together? I think something like twelve years, maybe. Yeah, twelve, twelve, thirteen years. And yeah. actually, Saif and me, I think after so long. Uh, like we always say absence makes the heart grow fonder yeah. i think through the years that we didn't work with each other i think we we missed each other quite a bit and um, you know i think the kind of love respect and friendship that me and self share for each other mm-hmm. and we feel for each other i think that translates on screen really beautifully yeah. because we actually work like a team you know and yeah. i felt a lot of ease working with him this time it just felt like i'm working with somebody like you know on home ground it was there was so much of conf- comfort that i had working with him mm-hmm. and because he's such a fine actor and has such a great sense of comedy mm-hmm. that uh, that really helps me um, better my game at comedy you know 
and you know there, there there were times where i used to give a shot and self used to be like oh my god what what are we doing rani and i'm like yeah exactly this is a that we can go completely all out and just feel so happy so we as people also felt really happy reprising these roles you know yeah uh, because it really brought a, fi- a smile and on on our faces as well yeah I mean you can you can really see that in you know the teasers the promos the songs uh you're looking so good in Tatuwalie amazing amazing mind blowing really good thank you uh we're playing all the songs uh Rani just quickly finally um just a message for your UK fans uh who are eagerly awaiting to see you on the big screen Oh my god I want to tell all my fans in the UK that please please go and watch Bunty Bobby 2 uh, not for any other reason you know I would never lie to you all but it's a really fun entertaining film and I love myself in this movie because I'm completely cracked completely mad and it's a side of mine which I think my audiences love to see me in when I don't take myself too seriously and it's a film that i'm coming after so long where i'm doing makeup and i'm looking glamorous and i'm dancing which i've missed uh, all these years doing so yes i think it's a treat for all my fans so please go and watch bunty bobby 2 with your family and i'm sure uh, we are not going to let you down oh thank you so much ronnie really appreciate you taking the time out speaking to us thank you and just tell your viewers it's 19 november this friday yes got it thank you so much ronnie take care thank you thank you Listen to our Bollywood queen Anushka Arora from 12 noon to 4 p.m. weekdays on Sunrise. Hello, this is Sonia Datta from Drive Time on Sunrise. Welcome to this week's episode in my mental health and awareness series. As what I share here is very much related to mental health, I just want to put it out there that everything I share is from my own personal experiences. I'm an energy alignment coach but not necessarily a health professional. So please speak to your GP for any health advice. This month's episodes are all about life lessons. I've chosen a bunch of personal life lessons that have gone on to teach me so much and actually shape the way I am towards myself and to others. By the way, before I begin this episode, just a quick heads up. Next month for the month of December, I want to make it more about you. So if there's anything in particular that you'd like me to talk about or maybe you have an interesting story or experience that you want to share with me so that I can then share it here on the podcast, feel free to email me on Sonia Dutta. That's S O N I A D U T T A at sunriseradio.com. I'll select 5 one for each week. And be sure to let me know if you'd rather stay anonymous too. I'm good with that. I started off this series talking about how taking things too personally literally took the joy out of my life. In last week's episode, I spoke about moving on from the past, something that held me back for many, many years. And once I realized I was doing it and learned how to detach from it, that's when I actually felt like life was really moving forward. If you missed those episodes, feel free to go back and listen to them after you finish with this one. These episodes don't have to be listened to in any particular order. In this week's episode, I want to talk about the importance of not giving certain people too many chances. Those people who either take advantage or are just so much hard work that they leave you absolutely exhausted. 
It's one thing to stand by someone who is showing their keenness to change or improve, but it's quite another to give permission for someone to keep on walking all over you. This is often clearer to see than many of us like to admit. Sometimes we just continue plodding along because we care for the other person or don't want to see them hurt or can't imagine what might happen if we weren't there to support them. But seriously, the chances are that they're not improving or making the necessary changes because they're leaning on you. Meaning that actually you could be the one who's holding them back from starting fresh. You know, sometimes in life we really do have to be cruel to be kind. We have to step out of the way so the other person can't actually lean on us and learns how to stabilize themselves. This is probably one of the most important things that they will ever learn to do. For all you know, they've lived all their life leaning on other people and probably have no idea how amazing it can feel to not have to do that, to be your own person, to have your own strength. Another reason why we may stay stuck allowing somebody to lean on us is because actually we're the insecure one. It's worth asking yourself if it's you that's afraid of being left alone or feeling like a good for nothing. It's true that sometimes we want to feel needed by someone else just so that we can feel worthy and like we have a purpose. That's all very well, but we must also make sure we're needed by people who aren't just taking advantage. This will only drain you and leave you too exhausted to look after yourself. It's important to have the freedom, the energy and the time to do and be all the things that you love and enjoy. Live life on your own terms and be happy. Are you happy with somebody else leaning on you all the time? Is it even necessary for them to do that? Is it necessary for you to allow it? You see, when it starts feeling a little bit too much, that's when we must stop and ask questions. Ask yourself questions, and then maybe even ask the other person too, to make them realize what's really going on. Give them an idea of what they may be suffering from. Sometimes when you're a part of the problem, you don't see it as a problem. It's like you can't see the wood for the trees. You are none the wiser. Until somebody points it out to you. Sometimes, pointing it out can be the best thing that you can do. The third reason why we might allow somebody to lean on us for far too long is because we feel guilty moving away. As though we're deserting somebody who desperately needs us, leaving them absolutely no hope at all. But again, remember, sometimes in life it pays to be cruel to be kind. We must recognize when we're actually standing in the way and preventing someone from growing or learning what they need to learn in order to become a better individual. And many times the learning is done through life lessons. Just like these life lessons that I'm sharing with you, the kind of lessons that teach you so much that you hang on to them for life, that you keep referring back to them whenever you're faced with similar situations in the future. Those are the valuable life lessons and you, could be stopping someone else from learning those valuable life lessons. Of course, it's important that if you're dealing with somebody who's emotionally and more importantly, mentally or physically unable to look after themselves, that you don't just drop everything and desert them. It's important to make sure that they do have the right kind of support. If you're too exhausted or just unable to do it for whatever reason, then yes, it's important to make sure that there is somebody there in your place. 
However, sometimes when an individual makes you feel like they can't be without you and they play the victim constantly in every situation to prevent you from walking away, it's not only emotional blackmail, but I also see that as a form of bullying. Sometimes it's the bullies who play the victim just to make sure they come out on top in every situation, just to make sure that they always get their way. Be mindful of that. Learn more about it and recognize the signs. Remember, if something doesn't feel right, it probably isn't right. And that's probably when you need to start looking at the situation as an outsider looking in. What would you advise to a loved one in a similar situation? Would you say just carry on regardless of how it's affecting your physical and mental health? Would you say it's okay for you to sacrifice so much time and energy for somebody who probably doesn't deserve it? As an energy alignment coach and an empath, it's quite natural for me to be drawn to people who do need help. But I've also learned in time to recognize those who are not ready to help themselves. And it may have taken me many, many years of feeling guilty for not being there for someone or taking on more work. But you know what? Once I realized I was making this massive mistake and I was the one left absolutely drained, I started drawing the line. I started making sure that I wasn't spending my time on people who weren't happy to help themselves. I'll spend all day long speaking to somebody who says, just tell me what I need to do and I'll do it. If a person isn't ready to be guided so they can help themselves, then either they're just there to waste your time or it could be that they need more serious or professional help. Don't take it upon yourself to be there for everyone and be everything that you can. It's not always your duty. Your duty is also to yourself. Remember that. I hope you found this episode interesting and possibly useful in even the smallest way. Thank you so much for listening and make sure you join me next week when I'll be talking about toxic people and toxic relationships and how you can distance yourself from them. And yes, it's another valuable life lesson. Thanks again for listening. I'll catch you back on the radio on Drive Time, weekdays at four. And in the meantime, remember, if it doesn't feel right, it probably isn't right. The lady with an infectious laugh. You know who it is. Sonia Dutta, Monday to Friday, between 4pm and 7pm, to keep you smiling.